Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the Outdoor Show this morning. is Jose and our sponsors today. The CCA Star Tournament, the Belleville Meat Market, Boyd's One Stop, Mainstream Marketing, and Texan Roofing. All right. Let's get to the weather. Pretty much the same thing. If you liked yesterday, you'll love today. But uh, it's 84 in Galveston right now. It feels like 100. There's a screen showing anyway. I don't think it feels that hot down there. But that's what it says. Partly cloudy today. South-south winds 10 to 20 with a high of 89. And then tonight, pretty much the same, partly cloudy and then uh, clearing skies sometime tomorrow with a high of uh, 89 again tomorrow and south-southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. So right now it's uh, south at about 14, steady. So warm and hot and fairly windy. Looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have four of them. We had a low at 2.47 a.m. It was an 0.3 at the Galveston Channel. Then we have a high coming up at 11.15 a.m. It's a 1.1. Then a low at 7.28 p.m. and 0.6. And then a high just before midnight at 11.02 p.m. and 0.7. 6.21 a.m. is sunrise. 8.22 p.m. sunset. Our moon phase, 34%. Current conditions right now, offshore, it's due south at 18, gusting to 22, and air temperature is 84, water temp 84. Pretty much the same Galveston Channel. It's 84 degrees with 86-degree water south-southwest at 13. And at Eagle Point, it's 85 degrees with 88-degree water south-southwest 17 to 24. And up at Morgan's Point, 82 degrees, 86-degree water south winds at 15 to 18. So... It's uh, if you like what's been going on, well, this ought to this ought to do it for you. <laughs> All right, let's let's run over to the Tri Bay area and let's check in with a hammer captain, Glenn Hammond. Glenn, good morning. How are you, man? Doing great, Captain Mickey. Thank you, buddy. How are you? Couldn't be better. It's Sunday. Yes, sir. End of the week, guys. Yeah, yes. buddy. <laughs> 
so so you get to sit around under the under the palm trees and uh drink you some cool drinks there for a couple of days huh yeah yeah chill out <laughs> chill out chill out that's, that's it, what we're man. doing try really? to find some shade try try to find some shade somewhere lord have mercy it is uh it's uh showing 90 percent humidity out there right now 84 degrees down here in surfside 11 miles an hour 14 mile an hour gust um uh, pressure is holding at 29.94 raised up a little bit compared to what it was but uh anyway it's uh it's flowing a little bit we got seven to nine it says gust up to 14 right now but uh I walked right. out on the porch, buddy, and it's it's blowing a little bit. Uh, I had my neighbor go. Uh, Captain Brandon went out yesterday, and he had four guys plus himself on the boat, and uh, they struggled. Uh, he, uh, you know, he tried to put them on some fish, but they caught small fish, uh, small red, small trout, small this, small that, just. Uh, you know, they they had some action, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't a day for a bunch of keepers. So I right. uh, uh, didn't talk to anybody else. Uh, one other couple other guys that uh, had been going down to the beachfront and they're chunking, uh, just taking cut cut mullet uh, and and anchoring those babies out in the surf. You know what I mean? If they can get out there or uh, down in the channels, go over in the channel, the intercoastal canal or somewhere. But uh, that's uh, that's all I've heard is uh, uh, off-color water. Um, our tides are kind of kind of look like they're staying on the low side, and it's not very much movement at all. It, it just doesn't seem like there's that much water current. I mean, here, here, looking out in the backyard, anyway, just not, just not. Uh, the currents just don't aren't pulling in very much. Um, the towheads are still sticking out of the water in the afternoon, so and that means really I don't low why tide. Your tide isn't coming in over there because it's you know it's pouring in over this way. It comes in, but it just said it's not coming in that much, Captain Mickey, with that south wind blowing it right away from us. Like I said, yeah. our shallow bays uh, just are uh, adverse uh, reaction when when the uh, east wind blows, it, it mm -hmm. seems to stack the water on top of us and. When a south wind blows, it seems to uh, hold them at bay, and that's what it is right now. Just uh, uh, well, so, there's a lot so of southwest in it, you know, and that keeps it from pouring in that way. It's blowing against it as it comes in. Mm -hmm. It's just not coming up because yes, the wind won't allow it. Well, they said they fished over by the pass, and they, you know, made the rounds uh, uh, just about in every bay that we could imagine, and and uh, still uh, uh, they struggled pretty 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 good yesterday so you know, i wish i'd hear something something positive from somebody i know somebody got limits and limits of trout yesterday and they were Very probably few. all nine they were yeah. probably all nine pounders <laughs> that's that. like, <laughs> like the ones you catch no oh, i don't catch fish like that anymore there's not any fish like that to catch anymore there's a there's a unicorn here and there you know you just got to get lucky and stumble up on one but those uh, big numbers of big fish we just don't have anymore. No, you know what? Um, Unless I've just uh, totally lost it and forgot how to fish after the last 43 years. but uh, I don't think that's the case. No, I don't think that's, that's not. It just, I don't uh, think that's the case, man. I think you're right. 
You know, you when I put my to two, work with, man, <laughs> I got my two, my two wall hangers and that was it. I, I mean, not saying I haven't fished for them, but, uh, I don't just target trophy trout. Uh, I got lucky and caught these two. They're both 29 and a half inches long. They both came from out in the backyard out here, not too far from the house. Uh, and uh, I fished Laguna Madre. I've never fished Baffin Bay. That's one. That's on my to go on my uh, bucket list is uh, try to get to Baffin one day, one day, one day. But uh, I fished Lower Laguna, uh, everything from Port Bolivar over this way, and uh, those are the two twenty-nine inches. It's the best I could do in all these years, and uh, I've never seen anything come close to it. I've caught some uh, four and five pounders, but uh, you just don't get them in that seven and eight pound class anymore. Or, or I haven't anyway, not no. in this area. No, but uh, uh... I, I know they're out there. They're lurking somewhere. And somebody's going to get them. But uh, let's see. Uh, you know, uh, talking about live bait down here, and uh, bring your wallet with you because they're proud of all their live bait. And if you're going to, uh, you're a bait fisherman, if you're going to come down here today, uh, for the shrimp, you're going to pay $24 a quart. Uh, on the croakers, oh. we're going to, you croakers, you're a dollar a piece, $12 a dozen. Wow. Ain't going to get around that. That's what they are, and that's what it's going to be. Uh, mullet or mud minnows are $5 a dozen. Um, there's some boat ramps that are open, and they're free. There's a, a county park, and there's a couple of county ramps that are open for free. And then a couple other bait camps that... Uh, if you buy something from them or purchase some bait or something, it'll let you launch free. If not, it costs five dollars. Um, that's down when you uh, launch towards your Freeport jetties, down towards your, you know, just uh, just another couple miles down the canal. We got the Brazos River that dumps in on us, and it's finally starting to clean up. We come across there the other day, and it's a uh, it's a lot lower than what it was. It's not near as muddy as what it was. Uh, we're just not getting all that runoff or everything, all that runoff for the last few weeks that we've been getting, uh, right. has kind of tape tapered off and, uh, uh, conditions are starting to look pretty good. I mean, uh, offshore a little bit yesterday, you know, come over the Surfside bridge and, and look out there. And it was, uh, it was pretty decent. It was, uh, I mean, it's bumpy, but, uh, the water, uh, it just, it can't get that clean, good green all the way to the beach with, with that mm -hmm. southwest, uh, south and southwest wind blowing horizontal yeah. to the beach, it, it just uh, it big time. Mm -hmm, it sure does, and especially down here in this way. Uh, normally, with a south wind blowing like that, you could at least get over uh, on the Gulf side of the uh, Freeport jetties and have a little protection from that south wind. And right. it's just the opposite when it's blowing from the east, east over there. I know there's uh, plenty of fish, bull reds out there, and Shoot, I don't know if you're a shark fisherman, and there's some people that go out and just do stuff like that. But uh, no, I'm not. Don't care about those sharks, and uh, I don't cut no tails off. And no, uh, if I catch a stingray, a lot of people cut their tails off and that kind of stuff. And I don't. I just kind of let them go. Let them go. They don't. They don't bother me. I've never had my have had one of them run up my foot, you know, from weight fishing or anything. You slide your feet. Uh, properly, and you you spook them out of there. But uh, I know I know some people that have got hit by stingrays, and uh, you don't you don't forget it real quick. I know that much. 
No, it's a uh, burning sensation that uh, only goes away with hot water on it. Yeah, that that is a uh, one heck of a one heck of a sting right there. Uh, I've been stung by gap tops, catfish, and everything else, but uh, not a stingray, and don't want to go there with that that barb. But uh, let's see what else is going on. That's that's about it down here. Uh, our boat ramps are open, like I said. Uh, if you're going to San Luis Pass and you're going to launch down there, there's only one ramp open out of the two, and that'll take you a little while. But uh, what a facility. We're there at the uh, KOA or whatever it's called. Yes, sir, the old KOA. It's a, a Brazoria County campground, and right. uh, they they keep in mint condition. The guys do really, really well, uh, the, the Brazoria County people. Uh, restroom for the in, indoor for the restrooms for the – Ladies and you, if you need to go in there, I mean, sure they got uh, porter cans out in the parking lot, but oh, uh, boy, boy, I bet those are nice well, in this hit summer heat. <laughs> no, believe it or not, believe it or not, they're decent. Man. They're decent. Believe me, I've used them a many a time. Well, they must they clean them every couple of days. Come, you know. Oh send yeah, a, okay. send the honey wagon down there to take care of things. <laughs> That's right. They got air conditioning inside restrooms if you need to go. Lighted parking lot, man. I'm telling you, uh, it's uh, and then there's all kind of fish to be caught down that way. So San Luis yeah. Pass area, uh, it's like fishing the jetties. You never really know what you're gonna catch when you chunk some bait out there or or anything else. We've got a, we've got that water flowing in and, and sucking and going and and uh, same thing at the Preport jetties. Uh, uh, got a good fluctuations some good water coming in man if if it just stays southeast for a while just like it did here a couple weeks ago and everything was cleaned up and uh just it's gone again are the beach crowds big down there right now you know what we still got some traffic down here uh yesterday afternoon as captain brandon was coming in he said uh, it was really stacked up down at the intersection as you Mm -hmm. come over the bridge it uh, takes him a while because they get so many of them on the beach, they have to close the beach. Then you got to go down. The, they have to go down to the county and uh, access the beach from down there because they they shut off the city part of the little Surfside right. Beach part of the. Uh, but no, just people from everywhere. I, you know, I know it's summertime and there's a lot of people uh, taking their vacations and stuff. But this little old place gets a little a little more crowded each weekend. It seems seems to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Captain Mickey, I wish I had something and I could That's put it. a, well, hey, we'll a shine take it. on it, it's boss. good to go, man. All yes, right. sir. Okay, well, hey, uh, throw them out a number, Glenn, if somebody wants to get with you, buddy. You bet. I'll always be able to help them out. 713-208-0683. Captain, happy, fun Sunday to everybody. Y'all have a great day, buddy. We're going to do it, bud. See you, man. Good deal. Yes, All sir. Right. Take care. All right, that's the hammer down in the Tri-Bay area this morning. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 419 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Freeport now and let's uh, get hooked up with Captain Jeff Naylor this morning and see what's up with him. Jeff, good morning. How are you, man? What's up, Captain Mickey? How you doing this morning? Oh, I'm I'm hanging out, buddy. You got a house full this morning. You got Captain Monty and them there. Oh, you bet, man. We got the whole crew. We got Casey even. Today. Casey's there, too? Man, two that's two in weeks a- in a row. Golly. I know Jeff said I'm setting records now, two days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I figured he'd, My- he'd be in Africa man. shooting lines this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's about as hot as it would be. You know, it's Africa hot out here, that's for sure. It is Africa hot, isn't it? Hey, welcome to Texas, baby. (laughs) We'll cool off when that salt water hits us here in about an hour. Hey, hey, Captain Mickey, I was at the, on a side note away from fishing for a second, I was in uh, Carrizo filling up deer feeders a few days ago. You want to talk about hot? Oh, my word. I know. I've been looking down that way on my phone. I've got, you know, Heavenville on my phone, weather station down there, and it's a cool day down there. It's been 110. Yes, I know. It's, uh, it's, it's, over, it's over 100 degrees. By, it's at 100 degrees by 10 o'clock in the morning. It's crazy. Well, hey, when you fill them feeders, just pour a little vegetable oil in there and uh, get that uh, corn to pop, and then, you know, the deer can have popcorn. You can't you can't touch the feeders, you can't touch the truck, you can't anything metal or dark colored, you can't touch it, or it'll burn your hand. Hey, how about a seatbelt buckle? You know, reach around and grab one of them after your car's been sitting out in the heat for about five hours. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. The mornings are aren't bad. I try to get up and do everything real early in the morning because in the morning it isn't been that bad. So get everything right. done by ten and spend the rest of the time in air conditioning. Yeah. No doubt. I'm with uh-huh. you, brother. Monty spent a lot of time down there throughout the years. He said going to HEB and seeing that 118 sitting on the uh, thermometer. <laughs> and stuff. Eight, nine o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Yeah, that can't be healthy. Man, you know, we're uh, 
It's been it's been a wild little week, man. So far, we had been a little uh, bumpy offshore, hadn't it? Little bumpy. You know, Friday wasn't bad though. I mean, the forecast was real bad, but then it actually turned out it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, Friday wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Yeah, we got out. Was able to do a little fishing yesterday. On the other hand, that was a little different story. Now, I mean, uh, it's pretty rock and roll. Uh, we did get out and go fishing. Um, you know, unfortunately, we keep looking at this forecast and it don't look like it's getting any better anytime soon. And I guess you know, everybody still wants me to pay their bills. So, you know, unfortunately, you gotta buy man's got to work. Got to pay for his toys, man. Right. Hey, hey, Captain Mickey, today they're they're going. They're, Mommy and Jeff are both taking out a group. And with, back in the old party boat days, we used to call these to take their uh, take their money days. Beat them up and take their money days. But <laughs> <laughs> to beat them up and take their money today. <laughs> hey, I was running a double boater with Plog one time, and I mean, it was these guys wanted to go anyway. Said so we don't care. We this is our only time we can get off, and we're going. I said, all right, y'all hop in. So, <laughs> and we we actually caught fish. But I mean, hey, you talk about some brutal boat rides in the bay and stuff because we're having to cross and go over here and get a protected shoreline, all that mess. But when we got in, the group James had that guy goes, hey, hey, Captain Plog, uh, how much do I owe you? He said, "Oh man!" He said that fishing trip was free, but that boat ride was seven fifty. Oh, I'll never forget that. That look on that guy's face. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, we we beat them up and wetted them down, and uh, they caught fish. So, so. Well, you know, in all fairness, all hundred percent fairness, transparency. I always call my customers. And I'm very, very descriptive and honest with each and every one of them. I tell them, look, man, it is going to be, it's not going to be nice. I mean, we'll catch fish. We always catch fish. You know, that's not, that's not an issue, but yeah, it's going to be rough getting there. I guarantee it. You know, I hope you took the time of me. And, you know, the folks who want to go, you know, hey, as long as it's safe, I tell them I'll take them. The second it ain't safe, you know what? You know we're gonna bail right. it. But it's one of those days. It's teetering on that safety and and uh, you know acceptable fishing days. And right now it's kind of acceptable. A little bit of that depends on how bad I need money. And right now I'm I'm getting kind of tight. So I mean the, the bar gets hey, raised a little. The bit. life of a gad, brother. Hey, money's always tight. You make, hey, you get a good stretch of weather, and you make it up, and you get uh, get looking good, and then, man, here it comes. Always setbacks, you know, blown engine, or you, you name it, it happens in the guide business, part of it. You know, the, uh, the the famous story that I always, you know, keep in the back of my head with Mr. Elliott, the party boats, and Casey, and you guys is uh, uh, Elliot told me one year it, it was, like, Naughty weather for like three months in a row. I mean, it's oh. not a single night out. And uh, Elliot went on vacation. It was thirty. It was thirty days. Thirty days, days no fishing. That's a lot, a lot of days, no fishing. On, on days, a party boat days. I mean, thirty wow. days. As soon as my dad goes on vacation, like Jeff said, left town, all the boats started going out. Went and they fished thirty days straight after that. <clears throat> so, right. Yeah. He so, told me like ninety or a hundred days. Yeah, that probably, probably like was. That. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sure dad, he's seen it. Goes on vacation. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, but there's good days come around, man. You know, we we've done we've done real good on the star tournament right now. We have at least one fish on the star tournament. We got a, a almost a 21 pound snapper, a false sharky. We had another one that would be leading. Uh, but my customer waited in and decided he didn't want to put it on the board, apparently. Huh. So, yeah, yeah, but uh, other than that, man, I mean, looking at the board, really, you got a 44 5, I think, uh, King. That's beautiful, yeah. man. That's one yeah. Sharky's guy caught, right? Yeah, that's one Sharky's guy caught. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, a 29 snapper, you're just not going to touch that. that that's, that's I mean, that's strong. That's stronger than garlic. Ironically, all the big lean that were caught early in the year, man. Uh, What is it, 45 leading right now? Yeah, I think there's just one on the board, isn't there? Let me look it up and see. That's uh, pretty good way. I mean, it doesn't have to be a 40 at least. I think it's at 30. I think it was a 30 minimum. But but there's only one been weighed, too. So you got four other places to make. I mean, heck, you just keep. so keeper in the box and go away. Nothing else when the shrimp dog started running. You'll be some other oh, yeah, man. Yeah. You catch some bigger ones behind the shrimp boats? Absolutely. The biggest ones I've ever seen caught, caught behind the shrimp boats. Really? Yeah. Had a couple of We've had some 90. Back in the day, we had some 90s and 100-pounders brought in behind 90 and 100-pounders. Larry Morton, one of our old captains, he uh, he brought in a, a, like a 94-pounder one day. That's Very a nice. big one, man. Brought one in the way to 102 the very next day. Holy Fishing cow. the same shrimp boat fleet in the same area. It was really? only about 40 miles offshore. It wasn't that far out. I was going to say, man, some of the big, big uh, in the last few years, they've been, as a matter of fact, Chico caught one uh, with Chris Nelson a couple of years. I think it was in the 80s or 90s. But he said it was like it's a farewell buoy or something like that. And Chico told me, he said, they just stopped to peak like that. And that sucker just comes swimming up. For whatever reason, he had a, you know, a, a sardine or something like that, and he flipped it out there, and she just sucked it up while she was cruising along and uh, said she almost like she came up to the boat to die because she didn't even fight. She, he said it was like a two-second fight. That's not how those fish will do that. You know what I mean? Threw them on the boat. It takes that. Well, shoot, man, that, throwing 90-pound fish on the boat, that, that, that's a pretty good ordeal oh, right there. I mean, uh-huh. I haven't seen a ring yet this year. I have not either. Well, we saw one. Remember the other day, you didn't get to see it. That's right. Well, chased no, there's up. only one on the board. It's a 63-3. Uh, Chris uh, Lenormand of Santa Fe caught it. At, he waited in at Surfside Marina. 63 well, pounds, 3 ounces. That's the only one on the board, man. I caught one that one day that I went out. The day that we caught that grouper. Yeah. Dude, we sat in that same spot. I fished that same spot for three hours. I had that spot, sat on the trail, and finally went. And you were fishing for one, though? No, not really. But I knew one was going to come up this place. Yeah. I had a feeling. You know, I saw it earlier, about an hour before it came up for a second, went back to later, came back up and finally got his bike. What's the, what's the leader on the uh, on the uh, dolphin? Isn't it 35 pounds or something like that? There's only one of them on there. It's 3110. Well, that's wild. Yeah, David Blackwell of Richmond caught it. He weighed that in at Stingery Marina there in Bolivar. You know, for the first two weeks, the the, the weather wasn't that bad. I'm surprised not to see that leaderboard a little bit more full. Oh, I know it. Um, You know, this year, and as as it turns out, I mean, this year, I'm always very adamant with all my customers, you know, about getting in the CGA. We always catch one or two that are either going to win, you know, on the board. 
Sure. And the, the first two uh, customer uh, groups I took out, they were all in the in the star, and and sure enough, ended up catching fish. So, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, as far as ratio wise, my customers have been getting in the CCA more this year than they have in years past. You know, I tell you that. So, right. Goes to show you, man. Get in there. You might win something good. You might get a free trip, basically, out of the deal. You know, you just never know. You you remember last year, though, in, in the last summer, the fish, of course, I've always said, I've always liked fish late summer better than early summer because you get more dolphin and bring behind boats and things. But it seemed like the fishing got better, way better last year after before it July. Especially when the temperature started up. We started catching salmon dolphin out there. Now, some of these uh, things will probably change. We can get another weather window, get about a three-week uh, calm stretch where more people get out, and then you'll have uh, – somebody will get lucky and pop something big. Yeah. You know, it's weird, it's weird too. I was just talking to somebody about this last week. You know, for all the uh, uh, grass that we had, seaweed that we had come in early this year, and we had a bunch of it. Like, the first two weeks right. stacked. And I did not see very many big dolphins. I saw a bunch of, you know, chickens as usual, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I never saw any teenagers, nothing that was sizable. Uh, I don't know if that, uh, you know, it's very surprising, too. I mean, there were all, there was a lot of the patches that stopped that was stacked with bait. You're still seeing weed. I know the weed's probably all broke up, but there's still some weed out there. And very little. I mean, we we put, Friday we went through a rip that was pretty, pretty stout. And then it had some that was collecting, but it, I mean, it was real thin. Real thin pieces, nothing, uh, nothing sizable. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean that's, I guess that's kind of what it is. And you're right. I mean, whatever it, that that weather gets yeah. a little better, it'll turn out a little bit better. Let me knock this break out, guys. I'll be right back to you. Hang on a second. All right, all right. Let's take our break. We're gonna listen to the outdoor show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 434 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back down to Freeport and get All with right. the gang again. All right, guys, we're back. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah. So, man, we were just talking about, you know, the, the snapper fishing. So, the next, uh, you know, we, have, we haven't caught a, since the first week. We haven't caught too many big fish, and they are difficult right now. They're, they're uh, a little bit more thinned out than I was expecting them. I tell you that much. I mean, in in the more near area, you know, and man, maybe maybe kingfishing too. Man, started out I thought kingfishing about to turn on there for a little bit. Yeah, and man, it has drew back down to nothing again on this side. Anyway, yeah, I saw Johnny Walker yesterday had half a dozen or seven or something like that. I mean, man, maybe they're moving down. Golly, sure would be nice. Yeah, you know. You know, while y'all but, were catching them offshore, you know they were catching them on the Freeport jetties, Port Isabel jetties, uh, Corpus Christi jetties. I mean, kingfish were going off everywhere up and down the coast, and then all of a sudden, you don't hear any more about them. Yeah, Some of them guys on kayaks were catching them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like keep seeing a video of some guy and some joker in a jet ski way offshore reeling yeah. up snaps. Yeah. I don't know where that's at. He's on like a stem. Is he? Yeah. 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 I, you know what, man, for a, for a couple of years in a row, there used to be out here at Freeport, I think it was like a fishing club or something like that, and they would yeah. show up. I'm talking about I'd be, I'd be at the 29. Boy, they come swarm me. <laughs> and, uh-oh. They're back. That four out, sixty at least. I mean, you know, they, some of them are pulling up you know, out there by sunrise and stuff. I mean, my goodness, that's a long ride on a jet ski, man. Well, Those maybe are brave, it's not. brave souls. Yeah, I mean, some of those jet skis are are like you know Both. fishing specials. You know, they oh, got yeah. care, probably high, bigger uh, yeah. fuel tanks. Well, and I have yeah, probably to probably got baby bladders strapped on the front and the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man but you know it's been it's been it's been interesting to see how the evolution of fishing has gone in the last few years here in freeport you know it seems like you know gosh i remember times seeing out there at the floaters having you know little bay boats and stuff like that show up with you know, drums of fuel strapped to the top of the t-top and stuff like that i haven't yeah. seen that in a while but uh man you just never know around here but it uh it's no. crazy <laughs> you don't. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, early on when, when we started talking about kingfish originally, we were always asking the question, what what happened to and all that? James Howe brought up a very good point that, you know, that we it was a drought last year. Real bad. We didn't have much water coming out of, out of the rivers. And the menhaden weren't being pushed out, you know. And, and I thought that I always – it made sense to me, you know. 
at the beginning of this year, there was Menhaden. I mean, you could have walked across yeah. the jetty from yeah. J&J or so much Menhaden. Right now, you, I've watched the last two or three days, not a single pop on the way back in. Like there, and I don't think it's the fish kill because days after that fish kill, there was still a lot of them out in the bay, out in the yeah, surf, you know stuff like went. that. You know where they went? Where? Come on. 288 North. 288 North, baby. 288 North. That's where they go. That's where they go. The fish end up, almost every fish ends up going 288 North. Uh-oh. And somebody's cooler somewhere going north. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. You know, there may be a correlation there with, the, you know, the, the lack of the mid-hazing around that uh, has been keeping the kingfish moving or going somewhere else or something. I mean, yeah. We didn't catch them all. I know that. I mean, Will anybody down in your area have any kind of explanations for that fish kill? Or are they just calling it uh, oxygen deprivation? Yeah, that's that's everything that I've heard. They were talking about oxygen deprivation. That's the way they reported yeah. it in the paper. So I'm assuming that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Which I've, I've read some I've read some articles from biologists to say that that's a you know a fairly common thing. Like that. It is, but I've never seen it that early in the year. Sure. Never. Yeah, that's true. That's usually a late July August thing. Yeah. And after that summer heat sets in for a long long period of time, and that actually happened before this heat wave. Yeah, it did. It happened before it got hot. Yeah, true. But so, nobody wants to, you know, throw this out there. Maybe somebody turned something loose on the Brazos, you know? I mean, uh, somewhere uh, down the coast, for we, sure. We live in Chemical Plant Valley here, man. I mean, oh, uh, I know all about that. I'm I'm in the middle of it over here. and <laughs> I'm in a commercial armpit over here in Galveston, buddy. You wouldn't uh, no, believe some of the things have been turned loose on our ship channel. In, in the past, you know, when they have some of those big oil spills and stuff like that, do you see a huge fish die off? I mean, not from oil, no. It, it mainly affects birds, you know, like pelicans and seagulls diving into it when you get an oil spill. It, it doesn't seem to uh, bother the fish. Now, other chemicals, uh, like that reformate spill we had, what was that, three or four years ago when the uh, barge and the ship collided, that Japanese ship hit a tugboat captain with, you know, a couple of barges, and that barge of reformate spilled in the bay. Buddy, that was that was nasty. It killed a bunch. There was bull reds floating everywhere. Wow. From up my way all the way to East Bay. I mean, they were, it was all over the place. Bull reds are pretty tough, too. Uh, yeah, aren't they yeah. hardy, man? I remember. I remember. Well, as I mean, kid, it, we, it wasn't. It didn't. It took no prisoners. I mean, you know, trout, mullet, whatever, drum, sheephead, gaff top. Wow. It, uh, they call that a forever chemical. There's no oh, wow. uh, uh, dilution by solution. You know. Wow. Mm. Did you? Did it affect your fishing at all? Oh, uh, I promise you, it did. Up there, we got a little bay there called Tabs Bay. It was near that. That collision was out by five mile, and that incoming tide apparently brought some of that in there. That hadn't that bay hadn't been the same since, and that that used to be a uh, ace in the hole bay for me and all my fishing. Wow! That little bay held a lot of big fish, but it hasn't since. It's been pretty man. pretty grim. Man, that that stinks to hear, man. I you know that really, uh, you know, you just. Uh, Fishing's hard enough in natural 
content, you know, yeah. much less. You, you know, know we had the we had the ITC fire like a month or so behind that, and all that firefighting foam came down the channel also. Wow! So it's just hey, Galveston Bay, back, one disaster after another, baby. <laughs> yeah, back in the day when we used to, you know, back whenever before they really cleaned things up, when I was basically a teenager in my early twenties, money was around here then too. On days where there wasn't a lot of wind and you were offshore and you were coming in, you didn't even have to know where Freeport was. You could look for the yellow cloud and go toward the yellow cloud because that's where right. it was. There'd be like a yellow hat over town. You could see it from way offshore, too. Yeah. Don't know what it was. That, you know, out in the bay when I'm way over, you know, like East Bay or uh, the other side of Trinity Bay, and I look back towards Houston and the channel area, it's just this uh, layer. Yellowish, uh, gray looking stuff. It was fantastic. <laughs> you know, I, and we're breathing. I'm kind of, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so cross because, you know, I ultimately I've, I've made a good living working at a chemical plant. So I try to, uh, I try to at least keep a up, upbeat mindset with it, you know, but, uh, they clean it up. I mean, they oh, yeah, it up. Yeah. I mean, we don't see the yellow cloud anymore. You don't even smell it that much when you're coming in the river anymore. You can smell that stuff in the air and uh, the Brazos River was so contaminated all the tarpon were gone all the you know a lot of the fish were killed oh, off in yeah. the Brazos especially the tarpon well they've come back and the Brazos is supposedly clean now you know there's tons of fish now so they clean their act up somewhat since then but you know when I was a kid I grew up upstream of all you know all the bay system in those back bays like Scott and Burnett Bay and, and Crystal Bay and I lived on the corner of Bayshore and Mapleton there and we'd have times that somebody had turned something loose and we'd have these mullet kills. Oh, my goodness. You couldn't even walk outside for, you know, you'd go outside for a week or two after that, and the smell was just unbearable from the dead fish. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad it's definitely changed. I mean, we don't see that anymore, but, uh, you know, unless it's an oxygen thing like we were talking about earlier. But and, Yeah. Them, them big old fines and uh, those what? Fines, plants, they get fines. Oh yeah, big yeah. fines. But uh, yeah, man, you know, other than that, it's uh, I mean, like I said, it's you know, just natural, natural things tend to uh, affect us here a lot, you know. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean. Uh, it is what it is. We're still catching fish, you know, so I'm not complaining. Honestly, the weather ain't too bad not to go fishing, so. We're going to go get them. We're going to go get them today, that's for sure, man. I don't know what, uh, I mean, yesterday, I tell you what, the current was so, was ripping. So I've, I've never in my life seen, and, I, and I'm going to call it the drip. So they could have been the wind and the current combined <laughs> or something. Like that. And I, I want it, it was upwards of 10 knots. I mean, I was, I was keeping it in gear i mean with throttles mass a little bit just to keep the nose even near you know my rock it was ripping ripping on top of four foot waves didn't help either but you know uh it was ripping like i've never seen it before how do do y'all do that on a party boat i mean what if i mean if you don't throw an anchor they anchor the boat I mean, you have yeah, lines to right? go shoosh, yeah. on the boat. It's, it's, it's bigger lights, man. I told you to get some 20s. 20s. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you know, 
He's right. Twenty ounce. I mean, that's what we used to use them. I use twenty ounce and a lot of times put two of them on there or three of them. Twenty ounce. Wait, you know, you risking breaking the line just way running away. You know, 80 pound test, man. Uh, we can break the line. Yeah, you don't even feel them weights <laughs> when that fish is going on. You know, I'm going to tell you, man, I was, looking, I was looking at weights the other day. You know, I'm paying right now, Mickey, I'm paying like $6. I mean, you pay over to $6, $7 for a 20 ounce weight right now. These guys used to buy them by the 55 gallon drum of a 10 of a time. Yeah. Man, those weights made out of gold or what? Good Lord. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know. I think it's, you know, that lead has gotten really expensive. I, you know, uh, even when you make them, when you buy when you buy the lead ingots, you know they're they're like two dollars a pound. So I mean, you know, it's expensive. I mean, everything. Find a couple of old sailboats laying around and get that kill. Melt the whole <laughs> kill. How do you? How do you? What pot do you use for that? I don't know, but I remember what a couple of years back, everyone got caught hauling one through town. He done went down and shanghaied one from on the head. They caught a lot. <laughs> Well, that's what I used to do. I used to have a lot of buddies in the tire business, and I'd get all them old wheel weights from them. I'd melt them down and uh, pour my decoy weights for my duck decoys. There you go. Anyway, 20 ounces, that's a minimum, bro. Y'all used, to, y'all used to buy weights by the 55-gallon drum. Yeah. You used to buy bait by 18 weeks. Yes, 40,000 pounds of bait at a time. 40,000 40, pounds. 40,000 pounds at a time. Boy, he sounds yeah, like Blaine feeding his deer down in South Texas. <laughs> yeah, we had a big walk-in freezer and everything. And so the bait trucks, of course, you know, we'd have the bait trucks with a lot of times come when they came. I mean, you'd order the bait, it'd show up on a, you know, Friday afternoon or Thursday afternoon. or even in, Well, usually it showed up in the morning. And all the boat people would be out fishing. So we who we got to unload the bait truck. You had to find eight or six or eight helpers, ten people to help you with it. Pallets and pallet jacks going into that freezer and stacking all that bait up. It was nobody. It was hard to find people. Wow! Yeah. You got a bait truck coming in quick. They hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we just, that was a that was a big job to load that bait in that freezer. You know, he and Casey's telling me he said, "Man, the uh, you know you always had this bait broker. You know about like anything else." And and uh, a buddy of mine is is buying bait and bulk right now with the same thing, like a like a bait broker guy. Yeah. And he said, it's like dealing with mafia. He said, you know, characters named like Johnny Tight Lips. Yeah. Oh. Freaking drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I thought I was going to pick it up cheap stuff from the academy. You guys out here bringing truckloads. I mean, but I mean, that's the what was the way to do it, to buy your own bait store. I mean, then you saved a whole, whole lot of money. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you didn't buy from a retail truck straight from the guy. You had your own you know, set up so you save money on the bait, save money. You know, at, at one point, the bait was usually the highest expense. The daily expense of the trip was was the bait. And uh, it, actually, it was the fuel. And then it was the bait. Then it was the fuel again late, late when the fuel got high. But the yeah. bait was, was a very, very uh, big expense. Really? So that little deal that you made on that big bulk quantities of bait, so that was your profit margin, basically, you know. Yeah. Right. How, many, how much did y'all buy? Once a week at a little No, no, I wouldn't have. Maybe it just depends on how many trips we made. When we started getting down to 10,000 pounds in there, you better start thinking about making yeah. an order. You had to kind of plan ahead. Yeah. And it would be squid, it would be squid. Sometimes it would be a load of squid, sometimes it would be squid, sardines, mackerel. Yeah. Sometimes it would be all three kinds. You know, it just depends on what we wanted. And we also sold bait in the office, too. We sold boxes of bait, which was 
was nice too because the customers would buy that bag and use it like a cigar mound. We didn't provide cigar mounds on the the party boat trips. It's too expensive. Right. The people wanted right. to use it, they buy a box and use it for themselves. Yeah. On that trip, that was the idea. You know, cigar mounds right now are like ninety nine nine, twenty dollars a box right now. Where's That's Spanish what Sardine? cigar minnows are now, man. When I used to yeah. offshore fish, they were like three fifty a box or something, four dollars, yeah. five dollars. They've been. I mean, last year the Spanish sardines were nine eight nine. I mean, I would use them right now. They're thirteen nine. They went up four dollars a, a box. And some well, of these, a, quart, a quart of live yep. shrimp's twenty five dollars now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, some of these baits that they're they, Advertised too as cigar mounds. I've seen boxes that are not cigar. There's something that looks similar to a cigar right. mounds. Right. They're not a cigar mounds. Well, I bet are high now too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, if I ever figured out where they were, I'd go casting it a whole bunch. And cast them. You know, we, we, you know, we always get those men hating up in here in the old rivers like that, man. And you know what? I tell you what, I have yet to find a bait. It's better than a live men hate for for snapper. I mean, there is some better bait, you know, Jack Bells or whatever, Bonita pieces, and you know, live piggies. But man, those 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 live men hate man. That that's the ticket, you know, a lot of times. But, yeah, you know, we used to uh, when we'd tarpon fish, we used to buy you know tons of those big gizzard shad, you know, the big ones. And uh, yeah. I had a bunch left over from a tarpon trip one day, so I took them. Took that bag, left them ice down. I took them offshore. Hey, buddy, we started hooking them uh, through the top of the head and out the lips with a hook, and then just skipping it behind the boat. Those kingfish went completely ape over that. They went crazy over it, and then we'd stop the boat and just every every time you'd sling one of those big shad out, you got a big king on it. They went crazy over them big gizzard shad. We get you some gizzard shad, Jeff. Yeah, skip them, and you can actually hook them on the, you know, through the eyeballs and skip them where they'll just stay, you know, flat like a flounder and just skip on top, and they'll they'll jump ten feet out of the water crushing those things, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it is, man. It's it's always, you know, king fishing is one of my favorites. When that when it's good, I mean, it's hey, when it's good, I mean, hey, you put you put a crew on a kingfish and let them catch them till they're just sick of they can't reel in another one that that makes for a good trip yeah you wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe how many uh, customers i have nowadays that get on the boat and before we even started the safety meeting the first thing tell me we don't want kingfish oh, i'm yeah. like come on now you want to <laughs> catch them i know you do buddy i mean don't don't lie to me now i, I get you don't want to I just had, I had special rods and reels just for kings, you know, big 7,000 Garcias on a, a real heavy, like, popping rod and uh, where they could uh, put an ice fish or a shad on there and sling it out about 30 yards, and as soon as it hit the water, they'd click it in gear and just start smoking. They, yeah. Customers love that. Oh, yeah. That's cloud crowd pleaser all day long. Yeah. I don't care what Hell, I'm pretty happy doing it, watching them, you know. We caught a lot of big ling and, and uh, even actually dolphin doing that, too. So, it, you know. But you also catch other stuff while you're catching them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Dolphin, wahoo, ling. Yeah. Then them nasty bonita show up and eat you out of house and home. Boy. Sure. Sure That's it, man. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. He don't want them to drill them up. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>
Boy, I bet you Monty's entertaining on a boat. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hey, and he has some availability in August. I'm just putting that out there. Mondays and Tuesdays in August. He's got a few dates left. So. Well, that's a good time to book because it's usually pretty calm seas unless we got a storm coming. In all honesty, I mean, everybody, you know, June 1st is like people go crazy. In January, I'll get booked up the first week in June. I keep tell, I tell everybody, man, look, if you want that bunch of different varieties of fish, wait a little while, man. After, yeah. after, I mean, like Casey said, July 4th, after July 4th, August, you know what? Last year, September is the best time. Previous, previously, I never fished for, uh, you know, behind the shrimp boat until about the first week of August. Normally, it takes right. a couple weeks to get cooked up. Last year, it was like July 16th, the day after. I mean, they were stacked up over here. And you know what? Last year, they didn't they didn't shrimp 24-7. They, they, Even at the beginning? At the beginning, they, they pretty much all uh, stopped for a while. I mean, it was weird. I, I don't know why. Uh, but Usually, they clock it for a while and shrimp all day for a while until they get kind of tired. And then only shrimp night. Right. Yeah. Especially those deeper water shrimp boats. Those are all freaking big. Yeah, they, I mean, last last year they they it was like two days afterwards. I mean, I I was looking back at my pictures and so I had pictures on July seventeenth and we had probably uh, four or five black men already, and that's rare. I mean, that's real rare. Yeah. I, and last year, you remember we were catching those those ten rings pretty close. We were catching one hundred fifty hundred feet of water. They were they didn't have to go where that three shrimp boats was. You go there, you catch them. I was at the 21s uh, the year before last, and uh, I had two boats that I did two two days in a row. Stacked, and I'm talking stacked. I mean, and I don't know, it, I, almost, I almost rather catch them inshore a little bit. The sharks weren't bad for whatever reason. They weren't out there around those uh, rocks, I guess, and attracting those sharks. But it was like, it was, it was unreal fishing, you know. So, and everybody always asks me, too, you know, how deep do I got to go to go uh, shrimp boat fishing? You know, the, the general rule of thumb, I, mean, I always knew, it was between 160 and, like, 200 foot of water, something like that. Yeah. You know? And I always tell everybody, that's kind of general rule of thumb, but if you see one in 140, stop and check him out. You know, you just got to roll around him a little bit. You find that ball, you stop, and that's it. You know, you never know. Yeah. All right, still, gentlemen. Well, hey, we're out of time already. If somebody wants to call you all about getting down to Freeport and hopping on a boat, hey, Captain Monty's got some trips in August ready. Jump on it. <laughs> Give us a holler anytime, man. 979-417-1013 or go to our website at stsladventures.com. Monty's trips are called the Legend Trips. They're 10 hours, and they're on Mondays and Tuesdays. So if you go to the website, pick the 10-hour trip. There you go. All right. Well, you guys have a great time offshore today. I feel sorry for your customers, but uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> they they don't have the sea legs you guys do. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All, All right. right well, hey, y'all have fun. Always good talking to you. Casey, Monty, you guys take care, man. You too. Thanks. All right. Later. All right. That's a crew right there. Man, oh, man. All right, well, it's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.